Brian, hey. are we live? Okay, we're live. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so you semi-professional. We don't need Brian. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to That Checks Out with Damon and Ted. We're just going to kick it off early today. Like, go ahead, Damon. Yeah, well, we got a special guest in studio today. Uh, 28 years, right? 20, 28 years in the radio business. Well, actually, 41 years. I, I almost <laughs> hate to say that because uh, that's yeah. a long time. But 28 years uh, at my last radio station, 41 years total. Yeah, but 28, because, and I'm not dating you either, but I was a senior Wait, in 90. an announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're dating. Uh, but back in 94, I, guess, I, I was go. a senior in high school. And I remember that's when I first got turned on to country music. And before that, I was straight, just rock and, you know, Motley Crue and all the hair bands and everything mm -hmm. else. But uh, when I got turned on to it, of course, that was a local radio station. And that's the one that came in. I, I could live in a tunnel underground, and that radio station came into my house. It was awesome. And uh, so I always listened to you and stuff, too, as I grew up. You you were on there in the morning, and I just got used to it, really. Well, we always accepted default listening because yeah. there were there were a lot of, uh, especially in different of the outlying areas where you're in a business and you're in a metal building, yeah. and they say CCQ is the only station that would come in. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll take the default listening, yeah. whatever whatever it takes. Yeah, no, totally. But no, I, I my first concert was supposed to be in 94, was supposed to be, uh, I was a huge Motley Crue fan, never saw him live. But Vince Neil was opening for Van Hagar. So I was going to see that, okay? And about three weeks later, the girl I was dating, her family had an extra ticket to go see Reba McIntyre and Brooks and Dunn. And I'm so glad I went. That was like, Reba now is still like my, well, she was my hall pass. Don't, don't bring it up again. I have to get a new hall pass. Don't bring my it up again because your wife was very yeah. upset about <clears throat> My wife that. is pretty upset, but Reba's, she's getting too old now. So I need, she's still gorgeous. I don't, I don't know she's if that's still, the road we want to go know, down either, sir. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I have to get a new hall pass. So, but Reba was just phenomenal. She changed costume so many times throughout the concert brooks and dunn was it's like watching a rock band oh yeah you know not to get off uh, subject but did you know the first van hagar appearance no it was at uh farm aid in champagne and i was there and the lineup that day uh because they didn't know if they were calling him van halen or what was happening right. but they knew that sammy hagar was going to perform with them so their first performance ever was at champagne really? at farm aid that show had Johnny Cash, I mean, it, it, just go back and look at just uh, Google the first Farm Aid mm -hmm. and look at the lineup that was there. And what I remember the most, I mean, it was an awesome time, but it rained the entire time. And I had uh, three pairs of clothes, three changes mm -hmm. of clothes. And uh, by the third change, I was still soaked because it was it, it rained the entire time. I mean, probably 15 hours of rain. Really? But it was a great time. Yeah, well, it's something you'll never forget, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I was thinking about, but um, it, it it it's funny because I remember looking back at the lineup, and I I remember the Van Hagar thing because I mean that was a huge thing. Oh yeah, yeah that's a yeah. big merger. I was a big Van Halen fan. I wasn't a big Red and a Rocker big Sammy fan. Hagar fan too. Okay, so you were both. So oh that's yeah. Good. yeah. So that was like it was very exciting. Yeah. Uh, but the lineup that day, you just go on and on. I I don't have it in front of me, but it's just Google it sometime. That's yeah. like one of the greatest concerts I think I've ever seen. Sometimes we have people Google stuff and studio for us but sometimes we don't right mac mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah and to huh? go back there's nothing there's nothing on subject or off subject you you take us down any tangent yeah we don't you have want. Yeah. first off we're all about tangents and left turns yeah so that's it's, good i'll yeah. fit right in there. yeah no this is very very cool and so now you're not at ccq anymore no okay. 28 years uh finished up uh in february and uh now i am uh looking for the next chapter nice yes so how many years in radio do you want to be 
You said you got 41 years. Well, I'd years. like to continue, but I will tell you that right now uh, it's a rough time for radio stations. I mean, uh, just like CCQ and and, and just uh, from my standpoint, because I was, I was essentially running the station, mm-hmm. uh, take away the Chicagoland Speedway, which was a huge client. Oh, yeah. Uh, then take away all the concert venues. So take away First Midwest Bank Amphitheater, Rialto, any place that had a concert. Then take away festivals, Sandwich Fair, DuPage County Fair, any kind of festival. Then take away your restaurants and your bars. And you're looking at probably 50, 60% of your total revenue is gone. Wow. And even though things are starting to get back to normal, there, it's still not going to return to normal, and a lot of these businesses are just dangling. They're hanging on. Yeah. So when the, when the things start to get back to normal, that doesn't mean they're going to advertise anymore. Yeah, marketing budgets are going to be tight. So the revenue streams are really low right now. So um, yeah, radio's going through some tough times. But uh, you know, we 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 were all doing shows from basements, from closets, from all yeah. kinds of places. So it actually changed a lot of things now. I have my own studio in my house now. I mean, two years ago, nobody had a studio in their house. I mean, a couple right. people did. I had a studio, but it wasn't broadcast quality. Right. Now I have a studio that I could do, you know, shows from. So that, that for the better, that changed that part from the broadcasting uh, st- side of it. But from the radio side, the advertising pool has really narrowed. Yeah. Well, and now you have, so you have RayGregory.com, right? And yeah. And that's what you're functioning off of. Well, right? that's pretty much where I aim everything right now. Yeah. So whether you're going to be doing podcasting or you have previous clips of stuff that you've done in this and that, that's what that's where your focus is. Yeah. Correct? Everything's on there. Radio bits. Uh, I have some podcasts on there. Um, videos, a lot of videos over the years, a lot of different uh, things. What do you think as a guy being in radio so long? What do you think about the podcast world? Do you think that's where, like, there's a good footprint for you in there right now or no? Well, you can you can say things on a podcast that you can't say on the radio station. Correct. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was, you, you always had to be careful, you know, about what was said and everything because uh, everything's watched, you know, yeah. your social media pages are watched, everything's, you know, watched, monitored. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, uh, if you could just tell me how to make money at it, I would love to find yeah. out. Yeah. Well, first off, uh, <laughs> I'm not the guy to lean to there. Right. Wilson. Right. <laughs> well, I, I think the irony is that we came out of the basement in the closets to do the podcast. We did. And everyone else went back in. Everybody's we, going in. Cause yeah. someone, our, our tech guy, Damon couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Oh, you should. I was so stupid. I mean, I had a, a laptop. I have the same program Mac uses here to download us and, and to produce it. I couldn't figure it out. And we recorded some stuff, finally got some stuff actually recorded where it sounds okay. But I was trying to run two, like, Yeti mics, which you can't run through a laptop. And I was trying to do this and that. It was very weird. You keep saying we had the same program as as Mac, but you don't mention the fact that we had none of the same equipment. Yeah, we had none of the same equipment. That that, that was the problem. No, I had on the laptop, I have the exact same program. You're very proud of yourself for that. Huh? You're very proud of yourself. I I think so. I think so. Not anybody can just download that program, Ted. Yeah, no, it's super hard. (laughs) So, yeah, you need a mixer for all your microphones, yeah. your inputs, and everything. Yeah. Oh, it was it was crazy. And so we're doing this, and I even built a little box. We're like literally we're closer than me and you are talking into a box into one microphone, and I'm like, this is crazy, you know. And it just didn't work. So we found we found Mac an audio high uh, podcast studio here. We love it, and uh, we even like Mac sometimes. Right, Mac? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, oh he's, he's awake. He's awake. Man, Normally, thought, he's Googling. I, I thought we were going to get one past him, but he's yeah. awake right now. Hey, real quick, and not to take away from anything, Mac, how's the stocks this week? You okay? Yeah. I noticed there's no interns. There's no hostile takeover no, this week. No, no. You're still going to own Audio, we're, audio we're Hive? Good. We're good. Yeah. He got in some GameStop or some, whatever he did, and he's... Uh, 
I, you know, uh, <laughs> since we can roll anywhere here. Yes, we can. Um, one of the things I've done is I sat down with a financial advisor this week oh. and, and they said, uh, hey, I need your statements from your 401ks because I had this, the radio station sold like seven times. Oh, so I and had, you were there the whole time. Every, I had every time. 401ks through different companies. Right. So uh, when it, when it happened, I would start like a new one with each company. So I, I have a couple and it's not like they're worth a ton, but I will say this in the last six months. If you haven't looked at your 401k, it's going through the roof. It's amazing. Really? I have made more in six months than I've probably made in five years. Really? It's amazing how much uh, the 401ks are exploding. Well, that's going to make you feel positive. As then. long as you've allocated correctly. Right? And, and in yeah. this case, I got lucky. But uh, I, I was, like, shocked. He said, you know, get your statements. I hadn't looked at a statement probably for a year. Yeah. Because they tell you don't knee jerk and don't, you know, pull mm -hmm. different right. uh you know, stocks and all that. So I, I hadn't looked in a year and I, my eyes bulged because the amount that was in there now compared to what it was last year was, it like doubled. It now, was amazing. I'm sure the day you checked must have been a Monday through Friday because as we learned last week from Mac, the stock market's closed on Saturday, right? Yeah, and you just can't check you anything. You can't check. Yeah. We asked him how he was doing. He goes, I, they're closed. Well, 401k is a little different than the like yeah. stock market. I mean, but it, yeah, but it all affects each other, there, right? It all yeah. affects. Yeah. Um, I did some quick Googling right now, Brent. Uh, Dan, I got to go because I don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sitting pretty good. <laughs> Roy, thanks for the tip. Yeah. yeah. Now back to that. Checks out with Damon and Roy. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't drive, so I'll be yeah. in the car. I'll be in the car I'll waiting. I'll be in the car. I don't Can need I to be keys? here, but I'm going to be right up there. But uh, so um, with that said about how you're, you're moving on now, um, I wish you the best because I know wherever you land, uh, if you do land somewhere else, I think you're going to really like podcasting because you do get to be yourself and you do get to say, um, like we, we both have day jobs, <clears throat> you know what I mean? And not in radio, not in entertainment. And I'm not, I'm not picking Teddy leans over like, don't say he doesn't have a day job, but no, we both have. So like he works for a corporation or for a corporation. You don't want to, uh, you still have to watch what you do. Oh yeah. I mean, we have yeah. a podcast, but we can't come on here and, and be, uh, straight thug life and 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 act the fool like we might and, and use uh, football words like I use most of the time. I can't do that because uh, I still represent other things besides myself. But for you, if that's just going to become your entity, use all the football words you want, buddy. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't <laughs> so, know if I recommend that. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I really think, I, and with your fan base and your following, because I noticed there was a lot of people that were in an uproar when you were no longer there. Uh, myself included. So I was like, that's been a staple of since I really got into country music, you know, so it's kind of weird. And I, you know, I'm living here at least another six years, I think, until my daughter graduates and then we plan on going to Florida. But uh, you just, there's certain things when you're scrolling through the radio. And again, that station comes in perfect every time, no matter where sure. you are, you know. Uh, you'll hit it on a seek, and it's just weird to not hear your voice on it in the morning. Well, and I appreciate that. You know, the thing about radio is when somebody leaves, so to speak, radio, yeah. uh, nobody knows anything because there's there's nobody says a word. I mean, the, the process is like, okay, uh, you are eliminated from the website. You're no yeah. longer on the station, yeah. you know, <laughs> and nobody says anything. Yeah. And that's just how it is. It's been like that for years. Yeah. Um, so I've never been on that side of anything, so I've never seen it before, you know, been on that side of it. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to figure out a way to tell everybody, this is why I'm not here. Yeah. Um, so through Facebook, uh, and some of the social media pages, I was able to do that, yeah. um, which, you know, you can't hit everybody. And then it, it, it makes uh, the rounds, uh, feeder, Robert feeder had it, you know, and then there mm -hmm. were different, uh, places that had it. So, um, you know, people find out, but I mean, if you're a radio listener, you just tune in, nothing said. 
Right. And that's just yeah. how it is. It's always like that. It's not, I'm not like any different than anybody else who's ever been, yeah. you know, let go or whatever. It's just, it just happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've had that happen where like uh, on Friday you listen to the show and then on Monday you, you turn it back on you're, and it's nothing. It's just a new show. They don't say anything. It's just something else. And you're like, what? what's going on? Like what happened? It, it, yeah. it, it's really jarring how quick it just. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I realize they have to move on and the show goes on and this and that, but you, they try to like remove you from the existence yeah. of being there. And it's like, you were there. You were a huge part of that. And know? a lot of times, so. how do you explain it too? That's the other thing is how do you <clears throat> exactly explain right. what happened? You know? Right. Well, right. especially too, I mean, you, you, when we talked even personally, you have no ill will or bad words to say. So it's like, right. that's, that's the right way to do it. And even if you have those inside, you're not, you're not voicing them. So that's, I mean, it's a very, it's a very weird position to be in, but it's a very nice way to look at it. Yeah, you know I hired I mean? all those people, all the people that are on the radio <laughs> yeah. station. It's I like, hired them all. That's ironic, isn't it? They're, that's they're all weird. my friends, so yeah. I don't, I don't want anything to happen. I don't want any ill will to yeah. happen to them. Yeah, and, and I and that station uh, when I started there in 1993, almost right before geez. you started listening as yeah. a senior in high school. Yeah. Um, you know, they weren't rated at the time, and uh, there was a time where I was doing the only live show on that radio station. I did all the commercials. I did all the live appearances. I did everything. Yeah. And we made the book, you know, the book being the Arbitron ratings book, mm -hmm. and then uh, we just consistently made it and made it made it, but it took a long time to get to that point and then to keep it up. And then the little things that nobody sees, but uh, like concerts. Yeah. Like we, I, I remember doing like uh, shows at the DuPage County Fair where they they haven't done big big shows for a while, but they had like Kenny Chesney and some yeah. other people. Yeah. Well, the the big thing is, you know, there were other radio stations that they could spend money to advertise, and for years we had to convince these festivals that look, you know, we're a really good buy if you concentrate most of your money with us, it'll get a lot further than advertising on a Chicago station right. where you're spending a ton of money. Especially right. when you're in the suburbs. You're you're in right. their backyard doing and it. And we can fill up your venue right. if you wanted to go by us. And there were times where they just went with us, and then they, over yeah. years, that took a long time to convince yeah. a lot of these um, promoters and a lot of the festival people that we could sell out your, you know, 20,000 seat venue just with advertising on a suburban station. Mm -hmm. That took years to get to that point. Yeah. So, um, I mean, to me, it's like a child. I mean, I, I saw that station from uh, a very small station that was a satellite station. So all your shows were, were done uh, yeah. satellite remotely. They were in Dallas, uh, uh, satellite music network at the time. Yeah. And then we went to like, you know, getting another live show and then maybe throwing another live show in. And then it just it got uh, yeah. to the point where we could uh, pay people to come in and do shows. And yeah. it went uh, really well. So it's like a child for me. It's a weird thing because I haven't, uh, you know, uh, I haven't walked in there and I did it for so many years. So it's weird yeah. now. Well, you said your schedule. You're still getting up at what three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, three fifteen usually. <laughs> uh, the only the only benefit now is you know I I look at the clock and I go back to sleep. You yeah. know, whereas before I was like, okay, I got if I you know I got maybe ten minutes. You know, and, yeah. Uh, but I have a dog Wrigley. She's really good. She sits by the side of the bed, and when I 
do any kind of movement, she'll come over and she usually gets in your face a little bit. But if Sound I'm familiar, Ted, but if I'm not ready, <laughs> she will lay down until like I, I yeah. get ready. So she's good. And, yeah. and she also knows if you're late for some reason, she has this clock and she will mess with you and you'll Jeez. get up. So, yeah, no, I, I don't have a family dog that I'm a fan of, but Ted's dog likes yeah, to uh, nap dog, on his my, head. My dog's up. It will not be like, oh, we're not getting up yet. My dog, when it's up, it's, <laughs> yeah. we're getting False. up. Yeah. False. Yeah. <laughs> we are getting up now. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't, it's not face to face. He likes to go butt to face. <laughs> yeah. She's not, thankfully, that's not a good way to wake up. <laughs> no, 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 I can tell you it is not. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I have a story. We were out at the racetrack one year and of course, now I met you through mutual friends of ours, Rich and Helen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and we were out at the racetrack one year and you were doing something out there and then you broke free. And I remember, uh, me and my wife yourself and then i had a couple buddies with me and we started walking around now my buddies i just said i said hey i said my buddy roy's over there let's go say hi so we went over said hi as soon as you talked my buddy brian lost lost himself because he only listened to ccq he only knew so you were like you totally big timed him and didn't even know it so it's hysterical because we're walking along the racetrack and we're just walking like through this the shopping area by the way to protect brian it's brian with an i not a y Okay, so we'll protect his name. We'll protect oh, okay. his name. All right, it's Brian with an I, not the Y. Okay, so it's not Brian, Brian with a Y. Right. <clears throat> it's Brian, not, not Brian. Correct. It's Brian. It. So, uh, but all of a sudden, I turn around, he's on his cell phone, and he's he's like, Amy, you're never going to guess. You're never going to guess one. Wait, who is I'm it Amy with, with a Y? Or uh, Amy, Amy with a Y. We're going to go Amy IE, just in case. Amy yeah. IE, okay? But he, he goes, you're never going to guess who we're walking with. And Nicole's like, is he calling Amy right now? And I go, yeah. And he, he was well, this is just Roy, you know, because that's how we knew you. Oh, it's yeah. just Roy. But you have that voice that when people hear it, they're like, but that's Roy, you know? So it, you, that's how you come across to people, you know? I mean, for a long time, even when I met you, uh, I had never seen, because radio wasn't all about social media years ago. You know what I mean? There wasn't social media anyway. And uh, so he's walking and talking. We get done and he goes, man, I can't believe you know Roy. And this, I said, well, I met him through a friend. I said, he's a really nice guy. Oh, yeah, no, he seemed... But you totally big time somebody and made their day, and you had no idea. Well, you it know, it was crazy. I it's funny because when you ask somebody, when you ask a friend or something, you know, what's your brush with with somebody that was? And I'm not saying I'm famous, but I right. mean somebody that was you know well known. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times they'll say, "Oh, he was a real jerk." Yeah. <laughs> and what happens is, you know, we're all people. Right. We could have a bad day. I mean, yeah. on the way here, I could have got a flat tire. I could have oh, been yeah. in a rotten mood. My hands could be all you know dirty and all that. So you could be in a bad mood. Then somebody comes up to you, and I always. Uh, the thing that I always tried to do was I never, ever, ever tried to be rude to anybody, no matter how uh, yeah. bad of a mood I was in. I always tried to say, look, this might be the only time I ever talked to this person face to face. And I don't want him to think that I was a jerk just because I had a bad day. Right. And it's happened. I mean, we meet, uh, we, you know, over the years, I've had a chance to meet all kinds of people. I mean, I could tell you some good and some bad. I mean, one of my favorite Kenny Rogers stories, you know, the women just love Kenny Rogers. Oh, he's great. I love Kenny <laughs> Rogers. Nice guy. I met him like probably five or six times, but there was one time at the Rialto. We had a meet and greet backstage, and there was essentially like maybe five couples. It was it was all men and women, mm -hmm. husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever the case. And we're going through the line, and he uh, he would greet all the women. He'd grab their hands sometimes, you know, kiss their hands and do all this stuff, and the women were just loving it. But he would skip the guys. He wouldn't even say hi to the to the husbands. Really? He just ignored them and went to the next girl. And I just, to me, 
I just remember that. I still remember that's a long time ago. And I just remember that. And I was like, you know, I'm sure the women were very excited, but I'm sure the guys were like, God, this guy's a real jerk. Yeah. You know, and, and I just, uh, I I think about, uh, you know, just different times where you're meeting people and your, your perception could be so different than somebody else who met them maybe the day before, or maybe even 10 minutes before before that, because you don't know what happened in the course of 15 minutes or a half hour or an hour. So um, I just always, uh, I looked at everybody that listened to the radio station as a friend. Yeah. And I'm if that's not the way I would treat a friend, then uh, I mean, that's everybody, because you never know when you're going to talk to this person again. And most of the my friends now that I consider friends were people that listened at some point to the right. radio station. And like that, I just happened to meet him in an event. Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, you know, you start hanging out, you have some fun and yeah. they become friends. So yeah. that's just the way I looked at it. No, like I can say it was it was very cool because you didn't know that you made his day. And, and like I said, I heard about the story afterwards, too. We were in different crowds. He's like, hey, do you, we're at the racetrack. You know, well, he, know, he knows Roy Gregory from CCQ, and, and, we, and we, we hooked at the racetrack. And we were walking around with him, and this night, he's a real nice guy. And so you're right, because that gets infectious then, and then they tell people, you know, not that somebody wouldn't listen to a radio station because you're, you're a jerk. You know what I mean? Right. But they could. They really could. And you're right. For, from the Kenny Rogers standpoint, if you're a husband and wife going there, you spent family household money on tickets. So you'd kind of like an acknowledgement too from the star that you just paid a whole bunch of money to see, you know. Yeah. So because those tickets ain't cheap. But you know? then you know you have a you have another side, and then there's some people that are just genuinely nice. And yeah. the one story I always go back to is Garth Brooks. You know, back in I don't it was like '94, '95. He did like uh, I think I don't know five six shows. Five shows. before he was doing ten shows, and he sold them out in like ten minutes. He he did he did five because I got to the fifth show and I was in standing. That's when we used to have stand in line at Ticketmaster, and I stood in line there. And before we got thirty minutes into it, they sold out all four shows. They added a fifth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I I remember I, I just I remember this like it was yesterday. So uh, we were backstage and very small uh, groups. I mean, I think we were I think it was four people that we would take back mm-hmm. to meet him, and we go in his dressing room. And uh, this one particular, and I don't remember which night it was, because we were pretty much at every show, but uh, the person that won, because it's all through the radio station, right. you're winning your backstage passes, you're winning your tickets and all that. So this this person had won, and um, she died before the concert, because you know a lot of these concerts are announced months and months in advance. Well, the person that won died, so her daughter and her sister went to the concert. So when uh, we got there, you know, the the daughter was like, she was in tears. I'm like, what's going on? She goes, well, you know, my mom won these tickets. She was so excited. She was a big Garth Brooks fan. She really wanted to go. So um, I'm going and, you know, my aunt, her sister mm-hmm. is going. So uh, it was real emotional for him, right? So we go into his dressing room. He's putting on his socks. He's getting his boots ready, you know, to go on. And I'm looking down here to see what time it is. It's close to the show getting started. So it was before the show. And uh, she starts crying. The the daughter starts crying. Garth goes over, grabs a tissue box, wipes her eyes. You know, the, the tears Himself? from her eyes. Yes. Okay. I actually got physically got up, got the, uh, the box Kleenex and got it. And then um, his manager, the managers are always there for the meet and greets and backstage. Yeah. Well, he whispers something to his manager. 
and the manager leaves. So it's just Garth and then us four. And he's getting ready. He's still, and he's talking to us like we're lost long buddies. You know, he he talks, and he knew me because I had seen him, yeah. uh, you know, before. And we're talking, and she starts crying, and then he's asking her what's going on. She explained that her mom had died, and she was a huge Garth fan. Now, I, I'm watching this whole thing, and he's not writing anything down. There's no manager there writing anything down. We're just talking. So um, we're talking, and, and I'm looking, and it's getting real close to showtime. We're still, it's like 25 minutes. We're still backstage, which is unusually long for a meet and greet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Usually yeah, it's sure. a shake hand, take a picture, and you're right. done. That's right, it. Right. So um, we're talking, and the manager comes with a, a couple bags. And uh, he goes, hey, I just want to let you know, I saw you had a poster, and it had a rip in the corner. And he goes, here is everything from all my merchandise. So there was tour jackets, hats. Um, it wow. was everything. Wow. And he said, he goes, if there's anything here you don't want, just take it back to the um, merchandise stand, and they'll give you cash. They'll give you a refund. So he did on his own now. So he saw that her his that her poster was ripped. Mm -hmm. So told his manager to go out and get stuff. So while we're talking, the manager goes gets that stuff. So he was thinking that way. Then when uh, the meet and greets over, we go inside. He's on stage. He interrupts the show after about thirty minutes, and he goes. Um, and I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about this. Now again, he's not writing anything down. Uh, he goes, hey, uh, I have never performed this song ever, and I want to send this out and mention her mom's name Wow! and perform this song. And we were all crying. Yeah. Every, we were all crying. Yeah. He, there was, you know, again, he's such a genuine guy. And every time I met him, that's the kind of stuff he would do. It's not, you could just shake a hand and be done. Yeah. You know, and most of them, that's how it is because, you know, they're looking at this, oh, it's, you know, more meet and greet. Here we go, more fans. Right. Totally different. He was just <laughs> so nice. So I just, I think about some of the people that go the extra mile. I mean, I remember a show with Taylor Swift, my daughter, who now is. I was going to uh, say, you don't seem like the Taylor Swift crowd. Senior. I, I, I took one for the team <laughs> and I actually liked Taylor Swift was okay. Yeah. But uh, my daughter had watched a thing on Taylor Swift. And when she was uh, young, she had a notebook and she would write songs. She was writing all her songs in a notebook and she saw this thing. And then we went to the meet and greet. And this was over at the uh, Allstate Arena. It's been called a few things, but I think oh, it's yeah. Allstate Arena now. And, um, in the uh, area that they had, she had put tapestry and made it look like a castle. So when you came in, it had this like uh, entrance. It was just so cool. And then you would be waiting um, and it had like, this is the um, the outfit that I wore at the CMA Awards. First time I was ever nominated. She has this on tour with her yes. at the meet and greet. Yes. Wow. And so you would go and she had this, this dress like, and it would be like displayed and there'd be a picture of her at the CMA Awards with that dress. And so while you're waiting, she had some things that you would look at. And again, this, this is like a, um, it's almost like a cafeteria. It's a big room, but they had it uh, sectioned off with tapestry, and they made it look real fancy. Mm -hmm. So when we go around the corner to meet her, it looked like a uh, it, it looked like a castle, and she had like a throne. She had this big this big chair. It looked like a throne, like a queen's chair. Mm -hmm. And uh, we come around the corner. My daughter was, I think, twelve at the time, and uh, she goes, "Oh my God, you're so cute." 
And I'm like, well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but she, and she goes, you're so cute. Give me a hug. And my daughter went over there, gave her a hug and explained that she had her own, uh, she was writing songs yeah. and she was, she had her own book and uh, this and that. And, and again, I will say Taylor Swift above and beyond was talking to her. I mean, again, I, there's so many of these, I mean, yeah. you just go on and they're usually about 10, 20, 30 seconds and it's over. You know, it's so quick, but Taylor Swift was another one that went above and beyond yeah. to make her experience with the fans even better. Yeah. So, well, and she gets a pretty good rap, I think, for that too, doesn't? I mean, yeah, I, she's I, very connected to she, her fans. She, she'll she'll watch social media, she'll yeah. see something, and yeah. she'll reach out and either give that person money or yeah. she'll like fly that person to a show and then give them money and help yeah. them out if uh, yeah. they lost. Uh, you know, there's just all kinds of different stories. Uh, so when you go back to like, you know, meeting people, there's some people that have, have it really down that really care about the fans. And there are some that probably just don't look at it that way. But I always just thought that, uh, man, when you, when you meet somebody could be the only time yeah. and you're not going to be a jerk. And I, there's been so many people that I remember. Those are the ones that stuck out for me that yeah. they went above and beyond and look at them. They're both real successful. So, yeah, well, I'd, yeah, I'd say Garth Brooks is pretty successful a little bit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not familiar. Is he? Yeah. A, Garth, bro, who's is he this? an entertainer? Wait, I liked uh, Chris Gaines. Yeah, that was yeah. My, oh, that was wow. my favorite. <laughs> when you're Garth Brooks, you can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you really can. Even, that's probably the only thing he's ever done that wasn't successful. <laughs> yeah, and even even that, even his failure at that, he's probably still made money. You well, know what I mean? He, he yeah, talked yeah. about bringing that back to try to uh, to try to do something, but uh, yeah. yeah, he doesn't need to do. He doesn't need to prove anything. That had to be a younger phase. That's we yeah. all went through phases like that where we yeah. had an alter ego. You know, mine's doing a podcast now i'm going through it now you're so. not in a younger phase though. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm younger than you no, no i'm older than you yeah. damn it all okay yeah. never mind yeah we're in a we're in our mid 40s four five, five six four five six those are mids i know so, i know my cues you know what the point to me <laughs> i'd like you to talk wilson i'd like you to talk <laughs> oh, okay is that what you want? i will say though like to back that up is that you talk to a lot of celebrities now like they don't like selfies they prefer they f prefer you to want to talk to them just like have a few minutes actually have a conversation because with the selfie it's just it seems like it's more for the you can brag about it later than it is for the actual experience and so i i that's what i've seen more lately is that they really just the ones that still want to talk there are the people that don't want to talk at all and then those are the people that like the demons of the world that are just jerks but yeah let's take um, a picture <laughs> there's somebody waiting outside the podcast yeah. studio hey damon yeah. can i get your autograph no no, no. yeah no, i want first, my latte that's the yeah. heisman pose i yeah. do the stiff arm <laughs> i go right past it's the only thing you got that's stiff <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, but no, like Ted, well, so Ted has story. He met uh, Christopher Lloyd, right? Mm -hmm. And he got stuck, like, in, yeah, the, the, line in the line stopped. line stopped while he had FaceTime. And so, yeah. you know. Yeah, so it was like a, because it was Chris, It was a Back to the Future reunion. So it was Christopher Lloyd. Um, it was forced because of the stoppage. Leah Thompson. Yeah, there was four people there. And he was in the last one. And so there's a line behind me. And then the guy got stopped. But because I got stopped in front of him, I had an opportunity that no one else had. But. It was very, he was very gracious. We started talking about other projects. I brought up shows that he's in that my kids like. And then one of them was an animated show. And then he started going into that voice for me. For this, like, you tell your kids this. And I was like, it was amazing. But to call back to that, one of the people there was Claudia Wells, who played Jennifer in the first Back to the Future movie. Cut to five years later, I'm in her store in Studio City in California. And I bring up that event. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember that event. It was in Naperville. It was put on by so-and-so. And I was like, we met then. And I told her the story. She's like, oh, yeah, your mom was there. And it was just amazing. Yeah. That yeah. For me, it was like, wow, I'm meeting someone. But for her, she remembered enough of it and put it together that 
Yeah, she least, didn't need to remember that. I, I couldn't get past Leah Thompson. That was it because I had the hots for her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she was everything. Yeah. So that would have been she all I still remember. Today. I, mean, I mean, that was five years ago now, but yeah, I was still like, uh, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Can the line stop here too, please? Hey, so normally, uh, and it, I'm having fun. This is this is totally different from what we normally do, and I like this because it's a different feel. Oh, you're having fun? I'm, I'm having fun. I'm you're, having you're, fun. We've done 40-some so. episodes, Roy. Apparently now he's having fun. <laughs> we now, found, now I understand what it's like to be your wife. We found the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-40s. Four, five, six. Um, but, uh, yeah, normally we catch up. This was a pre pretty good catch-up session. Now, me personally, I don't really have a whole lot to catch up on. What about you? Do you have anything oh, to catch up on? I really feel like I'm in the hot seat. Well, no, only because, you, see, he travels. Once in a while, he'll travel for work. He'll go to Iowa. Sometimes we get oh. some stupid stories, which is pretty fun. Sometimes we get nothing, and then we just move on to something else. No, the only thing that I remember from Iowa was driving Monday. For those of you not in the area, uh, Monday, there was an ice storm. Oh, yeah. No, was, I always look at the weather. I'm not an idiot. I'm an adult. I'm in my mid-40s. Four, five, six. Thank you. Um, that was my cue. I'm glad you picked it up on it. Nailed it. Uh, I, look, try, I knew there was going to be one. at Roy next time. So uh, he does. Well, we'll get there. I don't want to force it. I don't want to force it. Um, I'm easily trainable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you came in and knew how to work Brian's studio better than any of us <laughs> yeah. within two seconds. Yeah. Hey, Brian, you got it. Never mind. Got it. <laughs> yeah. He adjusted his mic. Fixing everything. Very nice. <laughs> with, with Damon and Zoe. He's like, uh, Brian, I can't do anything. Can you do this for me real quick? <laughs> I tried to do this in my basement. Anyway. Um, that hurts. I look ahead for the weather. I knew we were going to have weather on Monday. I didn't realize it was going to be sideways ice. Yeah. That they don't have like a little emoji in the weather channel for that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was leaving gaps between me and the car in front of me because I'm not an idiot. But the people in front of me were not. So there's 16 cars in front of me, all, you know, trunk to hood. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a good four car gap and then people behind me. And suddenly a big lifted monster truck shot off into the ditch and flew up into the air and you, I guarantee you, after that, suddenly there were gaps between all the cars. <laughs> nice. But yeah, that was the only, like, yeah, it was the only exciting thing. I lost a pair of pants on the way out because well, it was better than the very one time treacherous. You, you went with no pants. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Well, I'm that, just impressed that you went to Iowa. I mean, that's, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> choose. Thank you. I didn't choose. To Thank go you. Iowa. That's where work sends me. It's like an ice storm. I'm thinking, okay, Cozumel, Jamaica, yeah. somewhere. You're going to Iowa. Yeah, I'm, Iowa. I'm impressed yeah. by that. Yeah. What's the, I mean, it's, it's northern Cancun. I, <laughs> I don't get a paycheck if I don't go to my job. So yeah. that's, that's kind of the only reason I went. <laughs> when did Iowa get in the Bahamas? That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, we, we do have to touch base. We're going to be doing a 5K, actually, which is weird because you look at our physiques, Roy, and you see there's no way we're going to do a 5K. Oh, uh, wait. But we are. <clears throat> I thought we were just going to eat 5,000 calories. Yeah. Well, first off, I did that for breakfast. So that's, yeah, that's I been was done. there. You did. It's been done. Yeah. Um, but no, we're going to do a 5K for the, what is It's the Bob Ross? It's, it's, uh, it's a charity for Michigan tr State Parks. Right. It's Run for the Trees, it's called. But but Bob all Ross. the merch and marketing and the medals and the T-shirts all say, uh, I'll have Bob Ross on Yeah, it. and since I'm just a happy accident anyway, we're going to go do this 5K. You know, so it's going to be pretty cool. And uh, we got to... Half of that was right. <laughs> <laughs> half of it. I'll let you guess which half. <laughs> yeah. Some adjective in that was not yeah. correct. Um, but no, I we're going to go up and, and meet with... Uh, uh, buddy of Ted's and a, a buddy of mine now through, through yeah. social media. Uh, I've never met him face to face, but Eric Williamson. We've got his koozie on the, yeah. the fridge over yeah, here. The, That's the his face. Kazoo Whisker Crew. Kazoo Whisker Crew. But we're going to go up and meet with them and do a, do a 5k and take some, some shots and stuff like that. Um, just get some, some content, I guess, you know, and have a little fun, but uh, I've never done a 5k, not even a virtual one. You have. Yeah. I have not. Roy, have you ever run a 5k? Or anything uh, like that? No. Oh, no? smartest man at the no. table, right? Yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah. So smartest yeah. man at the yeah. table. Instant upgrade, Roy. You yeah. actually, you, 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 smarter just by association. I don't know how you felt coming in here. 
feel pretty good right now. I see. Yeah, <laughs> you should feel yeah. pretty good. So I but, mean, the, the goal was we, we set this up like eight months ago. The goal was to be in better shape by the time we got to the well, I mean, oval, oval's a shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I, now we're like less than four weeks out, and I think we're in worse <laughs> yeah. shape than when we started. It's like that science test. I'm going to start cramming right now. <laughs> I promise I'll be ready. <laughs> well, we've been, we've been cramming our faces the whole time. Yeah. The problem. Yeah. So even this morning, I we were coming here. We were a little early. And I said, he usually likes Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I said, hey, you want Dunkin'? I said, we're going to be early. We drive past Sonic. I go, do they have breakfast? <laughs> so I stopped. And um, not a fan of Sonic breakfast. Just just out there. Don't don't call. Wait, me. you're We're not ready. a friend, a fan of some restaurant's breakfast? Yeah, some restaurant. Brian, some store. Some store. Yeah, also, Brian, can you, like, the coffee shop that's local that we talk about all the time, can you just loop that in when he said yeah. Duncan? Yeah. <laughs> Ted really likes 10 drops coffee. <laughs> Ted really likes 10 drops. Not a sponsor. <laughs> call me. Yeah. But um, do you, uh, so now that you're, you're got some more free time, do you watch a lot of TV or no? I have been. Uh, normally, I never did, but I've binged, watched, and of course, NCAA tournament now. There's, yeah, you know, baseball's about to start. Yeah, well, that's your sport of passion, right? I mean, yeah. you're a Bears fan though, too, right? Oh yeah. Even though it's hard to watch what's going on, and I won't even get into it. I mean, that's that's it's hard to watch. I'm a, I'm a Cubs season <clears throat> ticket holder, and actually, yesterday was my day to uh, secure my tickets for the first six games. So what they did was they gave season ticket holders the opportunity to buy tickets for the first six games because only 8,200 fans out of the, you know, 40, really? uh, 43,000 are allowed in. That's the magic number, huh? Yeah, so uh, this will actually mark the very first opening day, except last year because they didn't really have an opening day. No fans right. were allowed in. Uh, this will be the first opening day I've missed since 1993. Really? Uh, so I didn't get my tickets. Yeah. So was it a lottery? Like you had to put in and get them? Uh, there's so many no, ticket you, holders? Or? They, they, you, they got in a virtual window. I had a time. My time yesterday was in the afternoon. It was at 2.30. So by the time I got in, the only thing that was in there was in the very corner of right and left field in the upper deck at the very end. My tickets are right over home plate in the upper deck. I'm a five rows up. Okay. So, uh, But you didn't get your tickets because they have to spread you out. Right. And there's only so many you know tickets they're, they're allowing. So I was a little bummed out. I didn't uh, didn't get my tickets. I'm not going to opening day. That's amazing. I'm like really bummed out. So that's like the second time in 26 or 28 years. Well, there was actually, I guess you could say it would actually be this will be the third time because there was a game that was snowed out. Uh, oh, like I believe 10, it. 12 years ago. I don't remember the year, but somewhere it was snowed out. Really? Yeah. But other other than the snowed out the last year because of COVID, and then this year these will be the only three and. A long time, thirty years that I haven't been to. So, so eight thousand out of about forty thousand is what yeah. you're seeing. Yep. Wow. Same with the White Sox. Same thing. <clears throat> really? Which again, for them, that probably be a full That's a house. sellout. Yeah. That's a sellout. <laughs> They'd be all excited. <laughs> right. they'll, they'll record that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, another sold out crowd today. Right. <laughs> hey, that peanut guy's got to be pissed because he's got to run so many aisles. <laughs> oh yeah. You just you hand these down. Yeah. Just, just hand them down. That guy at the very end. Yeah, well, they're not allowed to hand them either. Yeah, that's chuck, the whole thing. Them. You guys start throwing them. <laughs> so if um, I normally go into like a Treadflix, I can honestly tell you that's uh, my treadmill and my Netflix is on a TV right in front of me. I've done zero treadmill this week. Shows. Uh, yeah, it does show. Yeah, my work shows. Um, but generally, uh, I've been more into... That's the car in Dukes of Hazzard. Generally, yes. Uh I like the AWE channel now. I don't know if you have DirecTV or not. Aww. Yeah, that's it, but it's called what is it? Stands for a wealth of entertainment. And what it is, it's kind of like a travel channel, but it's not. 
and they go through all these weird, like vicarious vacations and this and that. So it's kind of neat because it's a lot of places that I know I'll probably never go. Because you have to get on a plane. You have to get on a plane. It's, Damon I've, doesn't fly. I've he's never the, flown. Uh, I've never been on a plane. He's the uh, BA Baracus of this group. Yeah. I went on a plane once at uh, Museum of Science and Industry. You know, they got the plane in there. Okay. Hand, hand to God. Do you know that plane? I melted down. I had to get out of there immediately. Hey, Brian, set up a uh, remote at the Museum of Science and <laughs> I want to see this. Damon was... tackles his biggest fears. <laughs> yeah. I you know that plane it. can't get in the sky, right? I, can't I mean, hear... it's in the sky because it's in the second floor. Right. But... Well, but, but it could fall 20 feet. It could still fall from the sky because oh it's in the God. sky. You'd be fine. But I, I got in there. Yeah, I'm, you'd bounce. I'm claustrophobic. I have control issues. Like, if I could steer the plane, which is more dangerous to anybody, then I might take a turn. You know what I mean? But I, I just, a real bad... With that stuff, I really yeah. If don't. you ever want a road trip, I'd take Damon because he insists on driving. You can nap the whole yeah, time. Yeah, be like driving a te- it'd be like driving a Tesla smart car. You it's know? so it's so, like, it's so great. Well, I shouldn't say you still have to be the navigator. You oh, have to that's find true. restaurants because you will say, "Hey, uh, our in four miles, you're going to get off the road. It's the next exit. There's no other exit between now and when we get <laughs> off. Three and seven five seven fifths miles later. Hey, is this where I get off? <laughs> yes, this is the only exit. You jackass. Yeah. How about now? Now? Do I get off now? I do. I do. That's how I, I, I'm a very, uh, I will uh, tell you the, the route it's on, what exit number it is. Yeah. If it's going to be on the right. Or be left. Like it's, it's 32 B and I'll get through. I'll be like, was it B? Is it B yeah, right? It's, it's B. It's not a, it's 32 B. You're well, a A's up there. Is it B? You know, I, I'm really nervous when it comes to that stuff. I well, you would, you would be great. You'd be a great RV owner. Because oh, don't uh, say that. My wife I, wants one. Don't I owned that. an RV for a number of years, and we we went all over the place with yeah. the kids, and and that's a great trip because uh, they're not asking, you know, are we there yet? If you're driving, because they're chill. Yeah. they could play, they could play video games, <laughs> they can make, uh, they can play cards, <laughs> they can make pizzas in the ovens, they could do anything. Yeah, uh, that was one of the best times having the RV. We went to all kinds of cool places really do you stay yeah. a lot of state parks and stuff then too or uh, you we do? did uh and and one of you know a couple of my favorite stories uh we stayed at um yellowstone and there was this park and i was uh i think peyton at the time my daughter was probably i don't know eight years old maybe seven years old and i said uh peyton look at this uh, where we're going to stay and it was right by the waterfall in yellowstone and you mm-hmm. can actually hear the waterfall at night it was so cool but the uh, thing is, you couldn't have any soft-sided, uh, no tents. Oh, you really? You couldn't have any soft-sided campers. And I showed her that, like, on the little reservation. We made it, and I said, isn't this cool? You can't have any soft-sided campers. Why is that, Dad? Bears. The bears come <laughs> into the campsites at night, and they want, like, your scrap right. food. They go right. through your yeah. – and there's actually uh, – people actually were taking garbage cans and hoisting them up. In trees, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the bears wouldn't, like, dig through your campsites, and I thought that was kind of cool. She was all excited, so at night I would – be a bad dad. Shut up. Were you doing that really? Scratch the side <laughs> of the RV. And, <laughs> so that's that's me being a dad. But uh, the RV is that's a way to see stuff you'd never see yeah. otherwise. And a lot of weird things. Uh, I remember taking it to Lambeau Field uh, with my oh, buddy Cowboy. My brother said I got to see a game there, but I I just can't bring myself to go there. Well, you know we're we're having some. We're there a long time before the game. We're having beverages. Yeah. You know we're tailgating. I'm wearing my friends don't let friends be Packers shirt. Yeah, you know, my pre tailgate shirt. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, and you know we're doing our thing. Everybody was real nice. And uh, we're probably I don't know three hours into the tailgate. We've had a few beverages, and he goes, "Oh, by the way, Mister G." I have something we have to do. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, my babysitter's dad was a big Packers fan and he just died. 
and his wish is to have his ashes spread on the field of Lambeau Field. I'm like, okay, all right. But he's waiting like three hours after we're already getting right. inhibited, and he's you You're know he's waiting. He waited yeah. three hours before he did this. So I'm like, okay. He pulls out the Ziploc bag. It's like it's huge. It, it was like five. It was like a five pound Ziploc <laughs> bag with white powder in it. And I'm like, they are not going to let us in Lambeau Field with this big bag of white powder. I said, it does. I mean, right. there's just no way. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just like, I can't believe what a jerk. You waited this long and figured it out. So we're looking around and where we're tailgating, there's a practice field right next to us. And it has a pretty tall chain link fence. And it was like, I don't know, they had a name for it. One of the Packers, you know, Ray Nitschke Field or something. And uh, so I'm like, all right, here's what we're going to do. I said, let's take half the ashes put it in the practice field and then take the other and, and put it down your pants and we'll figure out a way to get right. it on the field. So we did, he climbed and got half of it on the practice field and then rolled it up and stuck it down his pants. Yeah. So he went to the game and the bears had a rare victory. They were losing the entire game, but they actually won this particular game. Wow. Um, and at the end, so we go walking down to the field and they, of course they have the security guards sitting there and they're, they're facing you, you know, and, and I'm like, how are we going to do this? Well, I think I, I need to distract the guard mm -hmm. while you're doing the ashes, right? So I'm like, I talk to the to the uh, security guard, and I get him like one row up from the field. And then while I'm talking, he weasels his way down to the field, and he gets the uh, the Ziploc out, and he's shaking it. I can see powder, <laughs> the, the, the powder floating in the air and everything else. Like LeBron before a game? It was... Uh, <laughs> It was something, but we got it done. Uh, so that that story, I always remember that is uh, how he waited till the last minute to tell me. Oh, by the way, Mr. G, we have one thing we have to do, yeah. but we we got it done. Uh, yeah. So her uh, her father's ashes made it to Lambeau Field, made it to their practice field. Wow! But I will never forget because I honestly I had never seen ashes in a Ziploc bag, and I'm telling you, it was white powder. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I'm wearing a friends don't let friends be Packers shirt and I'm going to be holding a five pound bag of white powder. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, you're not letting me in to the yeah. stadium. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. I don't see that's a problem. <laughs> I just want to go in there, sir. What's but the... uh, think about the RV, a lot of adventures. That so way. like I said, Nicole really wants one. Yeah. And I just, here's the problem. I don't want to drive I need Brian to take a note. Brian, I need you to do a set of remote at Yosemite. No, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I'm <laughs> Yellowstone. sorry. Yellowstone. I want a soft-sided tent that says Hershey's on the side. Don't listen to any of these. Yeah. This is not for you. Tootsie Roll? A yeah. brown, brown tent that says Tootsie Roll? Because I want to give a gift wrap package to a bear. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be in that tent. Damon, Damon, I want you to sleep in this yeah. hammock hanging from a yeah. tree. Hold my hold my baby baby back ribs, Why does please? this hammock say Hershey's? Don't worry about it. You are a treat. I got sunscreen. That's sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. What are you giving me here? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Nicole wants an RV. Is that what you're saying? So you'd she, be the driver. I'd have to well, be your navigator. I don't want to be in that trip. <laughs> I don't have a Tom Tom. I have a Ted Ted. Yeah. <laughs> he just sits on the dash. He's like, turn left, Damon. I swear to God, turn left now. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, why are we in Metropolis? That's where I wanted to go. <laughs> I wanted to see the Superman statue. The I hate big, the rest of you. Where's the big redwoods? Oh, okay. I totally misunderstood what you said there. Sorry. <laughs> What's that like, Dumb and Dumber? You drove a third <laughs> of the way across the country in the wrong direction. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that hurts, man. But uh, but no, that's what that. So you know, honestly, I don't really need an RV. If I just watch enough AWE, I can live vicariously 
No, they don't go to like Colorado or they don't go to like, you know, they go to the, all these weird destinations. They went to, the lady went to uh, Istanbul, not Constantinople. Yes. I knew you were thinking it, right? I, I actually sadly was. <laughs> we share the same brain. Very disappointed so it's kind of weird. myself right now. But yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that. So she's, she's there and she leans over. She leans over to the table next to her. Now, of course, she has a, a film camera with her, you know, so people probably let their guard down a little bit. Because, hey, I'm on TV. They don't know where, but they're on TV. And she leans over. She goes, well, what's that you're having? And it was something with sardines, which, cool. Enjoy. I don't want any of it. She goes, would you mind if I have one? No, here you go. And then she gives her the community dipping mustard sauce because it's much better than this. And I'm thinking to myself, why would, is this like sharing, you know, and then she gives her the lemon too. She goes, oh, squeeze some lemon on there. That's your half a lemon you've had in your hand, squeezing it on your plate. You just handed it to a stranger. It, it's just it's a different culture though well it's a different but it, what were they they share citrus is that their culture i mean is it like we just they're just share? trying to be nice i like feel like you're coming off as a jerk here it was totally weird so i thought our next trip uh oh i don't you like this hold a camera right i eat for free off everybody's plates and we're golden i think we do this i'll bring my own dipping sauce because i just if i walk if i walk up with barbecue sauce and ranch they're gonna know what's kind of going on you know what I, mean? I just have to let it happen because I learned last week I don't speak for the table when you're eating. <laughs> that's correct. He tried to abruptly end breakfast, really, and that's a big no. We were at an all-you-can-eat place where they bring you more stuff, and I thought we were done after the last round, and Dan got very upset that I tried to wave <laughs> well, off the waitress. You got to get your money's worth. I yeah. get it. Yeah, I well, understand that. I got, I got their mortgage payments worth. I'm going to yeah. tell you that. I have to tell you <laughs> an eating story that you'll appreciate. This, yeah. this uh, goes to show the jerk side of me for sure. So um, <laughs> I I'm, like in, this. I'm in New Orleans. And oh, I uh, want to go there too. So uh, awesome place. Totally worth it. Oh gosh. Okay. Yes. Just so we know, not Mardi Gras time, just regular. No, it's regular time. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, actually, I remember this because the Atlanta Braves were playing the Toronto Blue Jays in the World Series. And we watched that game where um, the former Cub hit the home run and they won the, the game seven. Really? I can't remember his name now, outfielder, and it's slipping my mind. Mm -hmm. At any rate, so we're. Uh, we're going there, and we're uh, a lot of these places now. These pl these places have been there hundreds of years. Yeah. So they have these courtyards in the back, and we're we go into this one place, and they had a thing about shrimp. You know, they had this uh, shrimp special. So we're going in there, and uh, they bring the shrimp, and the heads are on them, and all the. It's it's weird if you haven't looked at shrimp oh, like yeah, in yeah. their natural form. Yeah. When they brought it, I'm just like. What am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like one of these all-you-can-eat things where you, you can have as much shrimp, but you had to work for it. You yeah. had to, like, peel them. It's not just, like, like pinching yeah. the tail. You had to do the whole thing. So it was kind of weird, but I got past that. We're eating it. And uh, my wife is uh, sitting at this chair, and I see this black shadow behind her. And I'm like, what the heck? And I look, and it's like it's a cat. I'm thinking it's a cat, right? So I'm looking a little bit more, and it's a rat. Oh. It's a rat the size of a cat. Really? Now, at first, you know, your your hair kind of cringes. I, this is a big rat. This is, I mean, this rat had been around eating very well for a long time. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm like, this is all you can eat shrimp, or it's about 20 feet from my wife. I could say something. And then the the the, the dinner's over. <laughs> but I was on I was on plate number one. I was okay, like, yeah. look, it's hey, all you can record, eat shrimp. I'm on Team Roy right yeah, now. I know yeah. where you're going, but you go. It's you it's go. all you can eat shrimp. I'm only on plate one. <laughs> I I am going if it comes close, I'll say something. Otherwise, I'm just gonna eat the shrimp, watch the rat move around and do it. And I got through three plates of shrimp. <laughs> and then at the very end, I said, Hey, I gotta I gotta show you this. And I said, 
I tapped. Because I'm getting full. Check, check this out. And it, it, it was huge. I mean, this thing was the size of a cat. So uh, that's the jerk in me that if it's an all-you-can-eat place, you have to have – there's no exit strategy. The exit strategy is when you're done eating, yeah. it's time to leave. Thank you. But if it's if there's things going on and you haven't gotten your fill yet, yeah. you stay. Yeah. It, Fight through the pain, Wilson. That's in, what he's in saying. In my defense, you kept ordering pancakes for the table and then pushing them my way. Yeah, that, I did. That's a lot to take down. <laughs> oh, I'll, yeah, I'll have the eggs and the sausage and the ham and the yeah, the heavy carbs. Give them yeah. to that guy. Yeah, he's slow he's, him down. He's carbing up. I'm he, the driver. I don't need any carbs. I'm fine. He's going to swim in the Olympics later on today. He needs about ten thousand carbs. But uh, no, in your in your story, I would have made up some kind of weird ritual where you throw a shrimp over somebody's shoulder just to get the rat to go chase something. And I would have said, so see, I really feel like you missed an opportunity to create a, uh, maybe like a, a new habit or a new ritual. Yeah, but then the rat's tradition. coming back. He, he kept the, he kept <laughs> the right. rat yeah, at bay. Your right. rat seemed you know pretty happy you know what? with what it was yeah, doing, I'm where back. it was doing yeah. it. Yeah, I'm back now. I'm it, back. Was, it was the biggest. I, I, I was like shocked. You I, thought it, it was took, a cat? I thought it was a cat. It had to be like 20 pounds. It, it was huge. That'd be, wow. You must be really enjoying these shrimp because your eyes have been wide this whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. These are magnificent. I mean, I was I was doing my uh, my husbandly duty. I was watching to make sure there was no it wasn't coming our right. way. So if it would have started to wander away, it would have said something. But I was only one right. plate in, right? And this was going to continue. Honey, can you pick the shrimp up off the table? That yeah. rat's about yeah. to climb up here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want you to get excited, but just don't move for one second. Okay, good. If your purse feels heavy, it's because there's a twenty pound rat in it. <laughs> I want you to know I've always no, loved you, but just, I love all you can eat. Just you and the more. missus, there was no kids there at that no, time. No kids. Okay, because I, I think I act a little differently, too, if it's not two adults there. I probably like, ah. Uh, and for, my kids' heads are on swivels. You have a sub peanut. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, just know. two adults, we know what's going on. <laughs> but uh, but no, I've never, I've never been put in a situation like someone's safety over me eating. So I still think I choose eating. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that you were being a jerk there at all. So. No, you get laser focused. We found that out in the first episode <laughs> where we were in a line for multiple things at a food truck. Yeah. And the guy asked for the thing that you weren't in line for. And you're like, no, this is not the place. Yeah. We were at yeah. a funnel cake line that had uh, fried Oreos. Deep fried Oreos. Oreos. The fried Oreos. Never had deep fried Oreos, really. So we're and standing in line. This guy walks up and says, hey, is this the line for the funnel cake? Damon turns him as if this guy asked if he could take his wife away from him. And Damon's like, no. Yeah. This is not the line. And I turn back, and then and Ted's like, uh, yeah, no, actually this, it is. This, this uh, is the line. It says, yeah. and, and I turn, I go, what? And he goes, it says funnel cakes right there. I'm like, no, it's deep fried Oreos. And I'm just, I mean, I was in the zone. Was I didn't so care. Angry. Don't, don't talk to me. I'm focused, you know? So, but I, no one's, no one's safety was at risk. You know what I mean? So I, I, I feel. Well, they ran out of something. Had they run out of fried Oreos, people would have <laughs> been, safety safety been at risk. Yep. Yeah. yeah, there would have been they, a safety She's issue. coming down the line telling people that they don't have something. And Damon's like, oh, <laughs> it better not be fried Oreos. And then she started talking and she got one word out that wasn't, that indicated it was not fried Oreos. Yeah. Damon shut down while the rest of the line was in up in arms. He's like, oh, fine. Oreos would be up there. So I got a question. <clears throat> do you have a little more time to hang with us? Oh, yeah. Can we do some? Uh, we normally like to do some strange stories. Hey, hey um, I got to interrupt. It's. It's nap time. Um, Roy, I appreciate you coming out. It was nice to have an actual professional in the studio because there aren't any here, myself included. I, I've been here since 5.30. I need a nap. Ted, how can they find the podcast? You can find us at That Checks Out. You can find us all our socials at That Checks Out, WDT, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Check us out. Send a thing. Leave a review. Five star. Any kind of comment, any kind of uh, interaction you can give us, it helps us out. Also, don't forget to check out 
RoyGregory. Was it com? com? RoyGregory.com. Yep. And that checks out.net because we couldn't get com. We suck. Yeah. <laughs> Find us here next it was, week. It was a check company. Just, it was a check company, bro. Was it? Yeah. I don't, I don't have that kind of bidding money. I didn't. Yeah. I like how I learn about our business on air. <laughs> I took the $13. Super professional. I took the $13.net. Come on, brother. You're getting some edits <laughs> at the end of this, Brian. And where's that, Ted? At thatchecksout.net. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks, Roy. Ryan, do you have, uh, is there a volume thing on mine here? Oh, he needs his cans turned up. I got yeah. a left and right here. Hang on. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I was going to say there's a master and a, and a man. Okay, good. Because, you know, I've, See, I've yeah. lost. This is what a prof- Oh, my God. I've Wait. lost some hearing here over the years. No, I'm just excited to work with a professional for once. Because this guy will just <laughs> this guy will just scream at Brian. Brian, fix it. Brian, fix it. Brian, Brian I fix. Can, I can't I hear can't, my cans. Brian, I can't fix it. So, actually, Brian, I do need to be turned up. Some. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, now you know that you specifically? Yeah, me specifically. And I don't know how to do it on the knob. So, can you can you <laughs> that over yeah, there? You can only turn up everybody. I actually right. found left and right. You can go either way if your one ear is better than the other. How do you know this? You've sat down like 12 seconds ago. Well, um, <laughs> I'm following the cord. <laughs>